The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Illuminating Feng Shui with Kathleen Zamansky. Are you seeking effective ways to increase efficiency, productivity, and accountability while boosting your bottom line? In our program, Kathleen and her guests will impart wisdom and proven techniques to help you tap into the universal energies of feng shui and Chinese metaphysics. Illuminating Feng Shui is brought to you by Estate and Business Organizers. We work with clients who seek order in a cluttered world. Now, here is your host, Kathleen Zamansky. Welcome to Illuminating Feng Shui. I'm your host, Kathleen Zamansky, interviewing business experts to help you with all aspects of your career, along with my weekly Feng Shui astrology and timing tip that you can incorporate immediately to tap into real business growth, incorporating the yin and yang principles. Today's topic is creating a business mandala and marketing strategies, and my guest today is Dr. Manette Royden, who is an award-winning entrepreneur and best-selling author of The Artful Marketer and Instant Insights, a time management system for creative entrepreneurs. Dr. Manette successfully built a multimedia publishing company turning a small newspaper into a monthly magazine in Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. After 11 years in the publishing industry, Dr. Manette discovered that she loved working with creative entrepreneurs who want to build a profitable and sustainable and fun business. She's currently living in Santa Barbara, California, and she's turned her passion into a thriving coaching and training business when she's not spending time on the beach with her family. How fun is that? So today we're going to be talking about creating a business mandala. So that's a very interesting concept. And I'd like to give a warm welcome to Dr. Manette Royden. Thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for having me today. I'm super excited to be here. I am very excited about this. I, I'm a creative entrepreneur myself, so I can't <laughs> wait to see what's in store for us. So why don't we start with why are you doing what you're doing? Great question. So I own this publishing company in Plano, Texas. I had a parenting magazine for 11 years, and we hosted big expos. And I was really good at making money. I was really good at marketing and sales, but I wasn't very good at managing and holding on to the money. And so I wasn't getting paid. I wasn't paying myself. I wasn't turning a profit. And it was a little frustrating to feel like I was working really hard and I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out what numbers I should have been paying attention to that I wasn't. I just had all these questions. And the crazy thing is, Kathleen, that at the end of the day, what would have made it all so much simpler, impactful, and profitable was to have a plan. I was just kind of going with the flow, having a blast, and not really being super intentional with where I was headed. And so what I learned was that having a plan to follow is one of the secrets to building a profitable business. And I have seen so many other women business owners and small business owners, men and women, really struggle with this piece of turning a profit in their business. And from that 
place of struggle was born my own passion for helping others understand how simple it can be to create a plan because I think we get overwhelmed, especially those of us who are super creative. The thought of spending six months writing a business plan is tedious and really kind of a downer, you know, and so I wanted to make it fun, creative, and yet really support entrepreneurs in making a significant profit in their business. Got it. And, and you're absolutely right. It's almost the entrepreneurial trap, if you will. It's like yeah. hard work, hard work, love what I do, love what I do. And then I look at my P&L and I was like, hmm, I, you know, it's like I'm really not making the profit here. And, you know, okay, everyone knows we're supposed to have a bl- business plan and many small businesses and entrepreneurs really actually just wing it. And I see it all the time as a business feng shui master. One of the first things I ask my clients is, what's your plan? And actually, to my surprise, especially my entrepreneurial clients, they don't have a business plan as their foundational tool for growth and profit. So why are you so passionate about that piece that was such a struggle for you, the business plans? Because I can, I've seen what a difference it makes. And I think when I sold my publishing company and moved my family to Santa Barbara, California, I had a lot of fear around starting over in a business and making the same mistakes that I made the first time around. And it really kept me hiding a little bit and struggling with that knowledge of there's got to be something better than this, and I'm not really sure what it is. And I actually was sitting with my financial planner one day, God bless her, and she's like, I'm telling her what I'm doing and what my prices are and what my goals are, and she's like, you need a business plan. And I'm like, oh, I don't need a business plan. I never needed one before, but, you know, that didn't work out very well. And so I thought, okay, I get it. I need some kind of a structure that's going to keep me focused and on task so I'm moving consistently toward my financial goals. But I had to make it fun, visual, and creative. Otherwise, I wasn't going to do it. And fast, Kathleen, I think that was the big thing. I didn't have weeks and hours to waste on a business plan that I didn't think would really help me. Does that make sense? It does. And it was fun, visual, and fast. Did I catch all those key points there? Yeah. Fun, visual, visual, and and fast. Holy moly, boy, are we going to cut to the chase today? I'm really very excited. So what is the first step? Now, this is going to be maybe a new concept for people. I've never heard of it myself until I met you just, a, a, I don't know, maybe a couple of months ago at a live event. You uh, talked about creating a business mandala. What is that? So the concept of a, of a mandala, so maybe we should start there in case anybody who's listening doesn't know what a mandala is. It's actually a Sanskrit word um, that means circle, literally. And in every spiritual tradition around the world, you can find this concept of the mandala, a rose window in Gothic cathedrals, Tibetan sand paintings are often in the shape of mandalas. Native American tribes often use the concept of the mandala, and it represents both the whole of your business in regards to our conversation today, as well as the individual parts, because I think that where we get stuck is trying to see our business as very linear and thinking that there's a, you know, step one, step two, step three, and while there are steps to follow, you have to be able to see the beautiful whole and recognize conceptually what it looks like when all the individual pieces are flowing together in harmony. And so that's why that concept of the mandala kind of just came to me. I don't even know where it came from, but, you know, I think it was one of those divine downloads, really. And I've been coloring and creating my own mandalas in my personal artwork, which is one of my hobbies and passions, 
for a decade. And so I've always loved the concept of creating this whole made up of these beautiful parts. And it makes sense for creatives when we look at our business to get it out of our heads and into a visual format where we can really see what needs to happen. And then from that beautiful visual, then we can look at what those steps are. But we need that sort of um, interpretive step of going from mental chaos to clarity all in one whole and then to the steps. Awesome. So what is that, that very first step that we're going to need to do to start creating that business mandala? You know, the first step is the, sometimes the simplest and the hardest. It's setting your financial goal for the year or for the quarter. This could easily be done once a quarter if you're not ready to think for that longer-term plan. But setting a money goal and then working backwards from there, and this is such a fascinating process because when people set money goals, they're not always very realistic. They may be too high. They may be too low. And if they set them really high and then they actually look at what's the amount of work required to get them to the goal and what the prices they're currently charging, it really shifts their mindset around, wow, either I'm not charging enough or I really don't want to work that hard. So just starting with something as simple as a financial goal can really set the tone for the entire business that you're trying to create. Awesome. It, you we, we had actually a pre-call and we kind of came up on the fly that you actually have a tool that you can share with us actually right now while we're listening to the program today that could actually help us because we're actually going to do some hands-on hands-on um, interesting uh, dive dive deep today. So can you tell us what the tool is and how they can find it? And of course, if you're driving, uh, just listen. You can always listen to it on the replay. But uh, what is the tool and how can they find it? So I'd love to just share with everybody the visual image of the business mandala so you can see as Kathleen and I talk our way through some of the steps and strategies, what it looks like and how you can put it together for yourself. And so you can go to my website, which is com forward slash plan, and I will spell that, and you'll find a visual image of the mandala. And that's M-I-N-E-T-T-E. R-I-O-R-C as in dog, A-N dot com, forward slash plan, P-L-A-N. Okay, I'm going to repeat that just because we're on a different um, uh, microphone system. That's minettewriten.com forward slash plan, and I'll spell it as well. That's M-I-N-E, T as in tango, T as in tango, E-R-I-R-D as in Dan, A-N, dot com forward splash forward splash forward slash plan p-l-a-n manettewriten.com forward slash plan so you you may want to grab that now if someone is driving or not have access to a uh, you know a printer computer um, what would be the next best thing that they could do so that they could um, have fun along with us today I would visualize in your mind a series of circles, starting with a small green circle in the center of the mandala that represents where your financial goal goes. And you're going to draw three, if you have a piece of paper and a pen and not the visual image, you can draw it out, draw three concentric circles. So a small one, a slightly bigger one, and then a slightly bigger one. And that's the center of the mandala or those three circles. 
Awesome. Okay, very good. So that that's going to be one of the, the first things that we're going to want people to do because this tool is going to be very effective. And I suppose that they would also be thinking about, as you said, either a uh, annual goal, because we're really kind of still in the first quarter of the year. So, you know, where are you at right now? And and what do you want to do for the rest of the year? Or what is your next quarter goal going to be? But um, I, I suppose you could use this even if you're going to be doing a project or a program or even working with a client sort of a, as a way of mapping it out. Can you use it down to that uh, that element as well? I wouldn't know if you could use it just one-on-one with clients, but definitely mapping out either 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, six months, a year, just picking a time frame. Mm -hmm. Because the whole point of the mandala is that you have crystal clarity around exactly what you need to do every single day to reach that money goal. Because what I see happening a lot with creative entrepreneurs, and I've been in this place myself, is that we talk a lot about building our business, and we try a lot of different things, but we're not clear about exactly what we need to do to make money. So we are trying a lot of different marketing tactics, maybe doing a lot of speaking or interviews, but they're not necessarily converting into clients. And so getting crystal clear about the amount of money that you want to make and how many clients it's going to take to reach that goal is a really just simple, powerful tool to remind you to be very intentional about where you're spending your time and energy in your business so that you actually are attracting those clients that you really want to work with. Absolutely. Okay. So so the first thing that, you know, when you were actually talking about different spiritual practices, I want to go back to that as well. Sure. You know, even in the the Chinese metaphysical system, we have the yin-yang sign. And it's not exactly yeah. a mandala, but it is, you know, the creation of universe and explains everything that happens in the universe. So I can see how this can work even in that respect. So the thing that I would um, very much encourage everyone to do is uh, go to the website and pick up the the business mandala the the visual so you can you know go after break when we see what to do with that um, but so this is the time that you want to print that out or get a piece of paper and pencil and you definitely want to get your uh tools ready so that we can jump into that. And I would also like to thank my sponsor, E&B Organizers, a reliable organizing firm that is insured and bonded to handle all of your state and organizing needs nationwide. So we're going to be right back and we're going to, and we're chatting with Dr. Manette on creating your personalized business mandala. to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Estate and Business Organizers Incorporated helps people manage transitions from one stage of life to another. Are you moving, downsizing an aging parent, or clearing out and distributing an estate of a loved one? Figuring out where to begin when a pile of possessions holds you back isn't easy. We can help you decide what to keep, donate, take to auction for sale, or recycle. Call us at 415-827-5529 for a complimentary assessment and help set up a plan of action. We help people all across the USA. Call 415-827-5529 or visit eborganizers.com. 
you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a five elements business astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is Kathleen Zemanski, and we're joined today by Dr. Manette Wrighton. Today we're talking about creative business planning and market strategies. But before we get back to talking to Dr. Manette, I actually had a listener who had a follow-up question from last week's interview with Feng Shui Master Dato Joey Yap. Tom Atkin from Novato, California, wanted to know what does it mean to put water in the east on those dates that he gave. What he was talking about was a feng shui activation. And there's a couple of things a person needs to do first. So the thing is you need to find a good date. You need to find where where actually the energy is that he was describing. And then you needed to do a certain action. And then what he was describing was water. So let's let's just break that down. So find a good date, which he gave you. That's the number one thing. You don't just haphazardly do this. You do it You do it at, intentionally at a certain time. And then you find the vibrant areas of the space that you're either working or living in. So what you need is either an accurate floor plan or stand in the middle of your home or office. And he said, fine, do east. Now I'm going to give you some safe degrees. It'll be between 85 and 95 degrees east on the compass. That's classical feng shui. We always use a compass because it goes right down to precision. And you're going to place water there. And you're going to want to leave it for 24 hours or a couple of days. Water brings money. That's why we want water there. But you never want the water to get stagnant. So leave it at least 24 after a couple of days, just water your plants with it. How large or how much water? That depends on how large your space is. If you live in a small, uh, you know, apartment, it's a smaller vessel or a vase of, of, of water. And then if it's a very large place, it could be even the size of a very large aquarium. So it takes a little effort to do that, but well worth it if you want some cash flow coming in. So why the East? In the East in 2016, that's the fire monkey year. It's a good year for if you want to improve your health and well-being and and it's very good for success. So uh, Dr. Joey gave a couple of dates and there's a lot of other important guidelines that you can either listen to on the replay or you want to may just head over to masteryacademy.com. He has loads of information for you to discover over there. So remember, it's right action, uh, place water at that right time, and listen to last week's interview, and you can hear all the details about that. So thank you, Tom, for the question. So back to Dr. Manette. Um, before the break, we were talking. We just started with the business mandala. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. So if... People didn't have an opportunity to download that or look at it or they're just joining us. You can download that at MinetteRyerden.com forward slash plan. 
And before the break, we were talking about setting a financial goal, what I love to call your bold money goal. And the bold money goal should feel like a little bit of a stretch, but not so much of a stretch that it feels unrealistic. And that goes in the very center circle of your business mandala because every business plan really leads with how much money do you want to make. And I want to add to that, Kathleen, that the bold money goal should include how much money you need to make to cover all of your expenses, and how much extra would you love to have? Are you making sure you're including paying yourself, being able to add to a retirement plan perhaps, or save for a vacation or a new kitchen remodel, whatever's going on in your life? So make sure your money goal is enough to really create the lifestyle you want. And then the next circle outside of the money goal is what I call your unique brilliance, and that's the thing you're really good at, it's not your job, your career, your training, or your certification. It's that thing that clients and people always say is so amazing about you. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. And then the next circle around outside of money goal and brilliance is your big why, Kathleen. And this one is what I love to talk about. This is based on your core values. And it's the thing that gets you out of bed every morning and excited about going to work. Because I love the question you asked at the beginning, why are you so passionate about what you do? You know, people might think it's crazy that I love talking business strategy and marketing all day, every day. It's really fun for me. It's not fun for everybody, but it gets me jazzed because I know when people master this, it has a big impact on their lifestyle and it really helps them to accomplish freedom freedom of lifestyle, freedom of flexibility, financial independence. So I invite people to just contemplate for a minute, what's your big why? And so, Kathleen, I'd be curious to hear, why are you so passionate about the work you do? Well, actually, I'm even going to back up, if you will, because I'm, I'm doing this along with you as you're, as you're talking. One of the things that, and I won't give that figure out, but um, I through the encouragement and through my work, uh, my work would like to present 30% more income to people who incorporate their, you know, the right astrology, feng shui, and timing in all of their aspects. So they should improve by 30%. So my bottom line, I want to improve by 30%. And I love the way that you added making making sure that I get paid and my my vacations and I are, you know my my retirement gets funded as well. So love that. My unique br- brilliance and what people are saying about me, I have that one down. My big why, I would have to say, is that when I entered into this world of feng shui, there is, in the, in the Western mindset anyway, there is a lot of um, interesting, I'm going to just put it that way, interesting information. And it took me a, a few years to discover classical feng shui. So my platform is to provide information for my clients and the well-being of this greater world, if you will, the sound principles of feng shui, so bringing classical feng shui, so bringing in the rightful awareness and credibility that this empowering system can provide. So that's my big why. And I, and I myself, as you said, I experienced it myself through a huge, if you want to go back to that very first episode I had, I did talk about my big why. And, and that, you, you hit it right on the button. And that's what keeps me going every single day. Every single day. I look back and I'm just like, I've been where some of my clients have been and I know I can help them. So that's my big why. Thanks for asking. I love that. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think it helps people to 
share that to understand because building a business is hard. It's not going to be smooth and easy every single day, and we can implement so many systems and strategies and yet still feel like we're working hard with not a lot to show for it. So if we're not passionate about it, it's hard to stick with it on the days when it feels really challenging. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what is your, your, your big why was when you freedom. went from freedom? Love it. Love it. It really is freedom. Freedom for myself, freedom for my family, freedom for my clients. Like one way that's really come to fruition this year is my husband was able to quit his job of 20 years to come work full time with me in my business. Woo-hoo. And that just feels like an incredible gift and something that we have always strived for is to have a lot of flexibility and freedom in our schedule. And we have that now, and it's just such a beautiful thing. And we love the way that we're able to work together, the way we're able to travel, the way we're able to be here when our two teenagers come home from school in the afternoon. It's, uh, it's amazing. And so knowing that... I'm creating that opportunity for him, for my kids, and for my clients is really empowering. That's awesome. And, and I loved in your, in your bio that you sent over that you can do walks on the beach. Oh, how amazing is that? I live, yeah. close to, I live close to the beach, but not close enough that I can just walk down to the beach. It's a, it's a trip to get to the beach from where I, where I live. So lucky, lucky you on that, and I'm glad you're living, living that. So, um, so I think knowing your ideal client is going to be pretty important, too. So why would you say that's so important to the effectiveness of this plan? Yeah, so let me share the next visual so that people that are listening can follow along with this. We have three concentric circles, almost like a target, in the center of your business mandala. And then we have eight smaller circles that go around the edge of your big Y. And right at the very top in the north direction is your ideal client. And why I think that's important is because when you figure that piece out, it makes everything else in your business flow so easily and smoothly. You know who you're looking for. You know where they are. You know where to spend your time and your money from an advertising perspective on how to get in front of them. It allows you to create marketing messaging that's like a love letter to these perfect clients, and they start to show up in droves. It's amazing how when people really claim who it is that they're most passionate about serving, those people just start showing up without you having to do really put out a ton of effort towards that. And so it's like that for me, it's the, it's the magic marketing piece that people really resist, and yet it changes everything. Amazing. Amazing. That's, that's really wonderful. So can you give us any tips on how people can help attract those, those ideal clients to themselves? Yeah, so let me start with the how do you decide who they are first because then it's easy to figure out how to attract them. So I usually invite my clients to either do a guided visualization or just simply reflect on who are the people that you're working with currently that you've worked with in the past, even if it was in a job or um, a lot of us that are coaches in particular or entrepreneurs end up working um, with the type of people maybe we help for free in the past. So just thinking about who are the people that you most love being of service to and what are the problems that they have that you are the best person to solve those problems because when you have that beautiful match of what your ideal clients need and why you're the best person to solve them, that's the magic formula for marketing success. And so you want to look at very specifically who are they? Are they male or female? How old are they? Where do they live? Are they married? 
single kids, really looking deeply into their demographics and also their psychographics. What are their hobbies? What are their characteristics? Where do they spend their time? Where do they spend their money? Are they in a job? Are they entrepreneurs? Anything you can think of. You know, like I joke a lot about the profile that I had for the reader of my parenting magazine was a mom of two young kids, preschool or elementary age, that she went and got her nails done every week. She loved to play bunco. She was always worried about if her kids were smart enough and good-looking enough, and she was really in that sort of keeping up with the Joneses model. She was very concerned about how she looked, you know, so I knew very intimately who she was, how she spent her time, and how she wanted to raise her children. And so I was able to then make sure that the content of my magazine directly solved all the problems that she had. And then I was able to go to my advertisers and say, look, here's exactly who my reader is. If this is who you're trying to reach, then there's no better place than to spend your advertising dollars than in my magazine. So it was a a match made in heaven. So just I invite you to do some journaling, maybe a collage, a written profile of exactly who this person is. Because once you know who they are, then you know where to go to speak, where to spend your time on social media, what kind of language to use on your website, so that you become instantly attractive to that person because when they show up where you are, you're standing there sort of virtually saying, I see you, I know what your problems are, and I'm going to help you. Because that's what we all want, Kathleen. It's what we're seeking. You know, when we're surfing the Internet and we're on Google and Facebook and all the other places we spend time, YouTube, Instagram, wherever your favorite venue is, we're looking for solutions. Sometimes we're looking for entertainment. Sometimes we're looking for distraction. But a lot of times people are really looking for solutions. And so the more you can showcase these are the solutions I offer, the easier it will be for people to stand up and say, oh, yes, that's my problem. Yes, I totally want to have a conversation with you about how you can help me. Does that make sense? It makes absolute sense. So we just have a few seconds that, you know, just recapping what you had said is really look at the demographics, psychographics of your clients. And then, you know, I think it's just even a little bit of shift because where are you spending time? And when you mentioned that, that energy vampire, if you will, of that beautiful internet where we get so much <laughs> accomplished, but it also yeah. can, it can also, it, it is a, also a place of hiding, if you will, that yes. where are you spending your time, but making some focused messages and still being on that would also be a really good use of your time. So that's a really wonderful point that, that you can incorporate into, you know, this work that we're doing right now. So we covered your big money goal, the what's unique about us, our, our, our brilliance, our why, and we're also looking at our ideal clients. So you may want to work on that for the next couple of minutes, and we'll be right back. So stick around, and we're going to be talking with Dr. Manette, and she's going to share us with us some marketing strategies that we can implement after the break. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. 
Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Estate and Business Organizers Incorporated helps people manage transitions from one stage of life to another. Are you moving, downsizing an aging parent, or clearing out and distributing an estate of a loved one? Figuring out where to begin when a pile of possessions holds you back isn't easy. We can help you decide what to keep, donate, take to auction for sale, or recycle. Call us at 415-827-5529 for a complimentary assessment and help set up a plan of action. We help people all across the USA. Call 415-827-5529 or visit eborganizers.com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. I'm your host, Kathleen Zamansky, and I'm with Dr. Manette Royden. Today we're talking about business mandalas. What a brilliant concept you've come up with. And we're going to transition within this uh, plan about marketing. So can you share a couple of your favorite marketing strategies? Yes, absolutely. And as I mentioned before, I could talk about marketing forever. (laughs) But I would say before I get into specific strategies, that if you think social media is going to change your life and help you become an Internet millionaire overnight, then you're wrong. <laughs> and I think that, I can't remember if we were talking about on the show, Kathleen, or at the break about this. It's so easy to hide behind our computers these days because we do spend so much time on the Internet and on social media. And the fastest way to grow your business is to get out of your house and go talk to people face-to-face and connect with them. And it doesn't always make me super popular when I share this with my clients, especially some of the shyer, more introverted people. But the truth is social media is amazing, but really attending meetup groups is a great way to grow your business, finding networking groups that you're passionate about, but finding interest groups where your ideal clients are spending their time. So marketing becomes easy when you spend time where your clients are spending their time. And so asking yourself, are they dog lovers? Like I live in Santa Barbara. Everybody has a dog or two or three, and there's multiple meetup groups for dog lovers. They go on beach walks. There's big dog lovers, little dog lovers. There's dog parks. So if you're passionate about dogs and your clients are too, hanging out at a dog park is an amazing way to get clients. So sometimes I think we have to really stick with traditional networking opportunities and business leads groups, but there's amazing, fun, creative ways to get connected with clients that gets us out of our house and creates social interaction 
connection, helps us build community, and helps us build referral networks and find clients. And so one of my favorite things to do is to make art. So the first year I was in Santa Barbara, I didn't know anybody. So I hosted a meetup and offered fun, informal art journaling classes, and I made some great friends, and I got some great clients. So the first strategy would be where can you spend your time that's fun for you and a place where your ideal clients are hanging out. Yes, and I did the same thing. I moved from San Francisco. Well, I excuse me. I moved from the East Coast back from Europe. I moved from, I kind of hopped across the globe and ended up in San Francisco. And I did not know a soul here, not one person. And I was by myself. I didn't even have a family to bring with me. So I had mm. no one to talk to. So I that, that's exactly what I did. I got involved in a spiritual community and I got involved in a networking group. Meetups weren't even a thing when when I moved in here in 2000. So have you ever started a meetup group yourself or did you just kind of search a meetup group for your No, that's, yeah, no, I did. I actually started my own because I couldn't find, I didn't want to start one. To be mm-hmm. perfectly honest, I would have loved mm-hmm. to have just joined somebody else's arts and crafts meetup, but there wasn't one, so I started my own. And I think the, the the surprising thing that people may find, I personally have never started a meetup group. I've attended a couple of events myself through meetups, but I think people are, you'd be really surprised if you have an interest of some sort, and I don't really care how obscure or abstract it is. If you have that interest, I am sure someone else does too, and I think that's the purpose of them. So without this turning into a meetup group um, session, <laughs> is it is it very difficult? Are like there are two or three steps that somebody needs to do to, to start up a meetup group? Yeah, it's, I mean, literally go to meetup.com, you sign up for an account, and you start a group, I think, I'm not sure what the pricing is now, but it's like 12 or $15 a month. But mm-hmm. what Meetup does is when you start a group, they actually send it out to 100 people that are interested in your topic. So you select tags, and you would select tags that would appeal to your ideal clients. So it might be women entrepreneurs or feng shui or creativity, and you create tags, and then Meetup sends it out for you. And it kind of works amazingly well. You can get a lot of people in your meetup, which creates visibility for you. I do find that as many people as sign up, you don't get that same percentage that show up to live events, but you'll get four or eight. In fact, I talked to a woman this week that said she got to her first six figures in her coaching business just by hosting meetups in a couple of different cities around California. And I thought that's just a brilliant strategy. Because it is. When, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. When you create the meetup, you get to talk about what you want to talk about, right? And so it's a way to pull people to you. So either attending meetups or starting your own are both great marketing strategies. That's a brilliant idea. I love the... It actually has both factors built into it is that you you actually get to control the, the topic matter, they market for you, and they draw people, your ideal client, to you. So just be very clear about what what the type of people you want showing up to yes. to your party, if you will. I'm not really sure. Do you know if Meetup is international? Because this is an international channel. So do they have Meetups outside of the U.S. market? You know, I, I think so. I wouldn't quote me on that. But I do think it's starting to take off around the world. And it's a cool concept. It started actually after 9-11 mm-hmm. when they were really looking for ways to people connect face-to-face instead of having our life be lived so much online. And so it's a great way to 
both connect with people online, create online visibility, and yet get FaceTime with people as well. Mm, that's amazing. I didn't know the back-end story of that. That's kind of interesting. So, Okay, so how do you help your clients mag- manage all of their micronate ideas? Because I, I swear to you, today I came up with 20, <laughs> 15 to 20 new marketing ideas that I'm going to try to, you know, and so you, now you just gave me another one, so we're on 21. <laughs> which one do I start with? How can you help us discern which one is the one to start out with and have the, the most traction for us? So great question. And so I actually teach that there's three kinds of marketing and you should be using at least one strategy in each so as not to overwhelm yourself and no more than three strategies in each. So you should have strategies like we just talked about meetup or a business networking group or speaking or hosting events would be an example of anything you were doing face-to-face. You should have an online strategy which would include your social media your website, your blog. Um, I'm a big fan of blogging as a tool to grow your business. And then the third strategy is to have a great referral partner strategy, whether you're asking your clients for referrals or building strategic relationships with people in your community who serve the same ideal clients as you do. And when you look at that list of ideas, Kathleen, ask yourself, which of these are going to appeal to my ideal clients the most? Which ones are going to get me in front of them? And which ones are going to be really educational and show them how I can solve their problems? All of your marketing content that you create should focus on just solving problems for your ideal clients. That's great. That's great. Um, Okay, so what other tips can you give us about marketing? So, and I'm going to add to that because that was a go back to the question you asked. I encourage my clients to either use a whiteboard or a big wall calendar and sticky notes and make sure that every single week you know exactly what the strategies are you're implementing that week. As you teach, there's days that are better for some activities than others. And so using sticky notes to kind of manage the activities, make sure you get them all done so you can see them. Remember, creatives are very visual. But it also allows you to sort of go with the flow in the moment so if you don't feel like writing a blog post and instead you're going to go spend some time connecting in a group on Facebook, you have the freedom and flexibility. And then blocking time out every day, what I find happens for my clients is they let their marketing activities fall to the very bottom of their to-do list because it's not always fun or it feels a little inducing. And so they get to 5 o'clock and they're like, oh, I'm tired, I'll do it tomorrow. And then before you know it, it's Thursday and they haven't done any marketing. So making sure that you're using both the visual system as well as committing to time in your calendar to get the work done. Okay, Dr. Manette, I am going to try to re-piece together what you just said because we have unfortunate uh, a bad connection with you today. So I'm going to re- see if I can uh, re- recap what you just said for our listeners. Basically, the, the creative side is going to come out on us on this as well as our marketing is either use a big whiteboard or big post-it notes or sticky notes. You could probably even, you know, mind map it, do it on the computer if that whatever is good for you. But basically, you have to put it in your calendar. Not only do you have to write out what it is that you're going to be doing in some visual form, it could be either pictorial or written word, but you need to know what you're going to be doing. And then you also need to put it in 
your calendar so you actually get it done. And so the combination of the visual and the action will actually help you get the results from what you're trying to do. Was that more or less what you were trying to say? I don't want yes, to take that words. that exactly it. Okay, and I good. apologize for the bad connection. I love living in Santa Barbara, but the phones here are a real struggle, both my cell phone and my landline, so I apologize. Oh, no, no worries. Well, hopefully hopefully, I, I recapped it um, well for you. So you anyway, so beautiful. yeah, okay. Well, we'll try, to, we'll try to send good vibes down to Santa Barbara right now so um, we, can, we can have a clear connection. Um, but I do want to remind you, I have a weekly feng shui tip that you can incorporate immediately. And I'm going to tell you that right after a quick break. So don't go away. We'll be back with Dr. Minette Ryden. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network estate and business organizers incorporated helps people manage transitions from one stage of life to another are you moving downsizing an aging parent or clearing out and distributing an estate of a loved one figuring out where to begin when a pile of possessions holds you back isn't easy We can help you decide what to keep, donate, take to auction for sale, or recycle. Call us at 415-827-5529 for a complimentary assessment and help set up a plan of action. We help people all across the USA. Call 415-827-5529 or visit eborganizers.com. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a Five Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. And we're back. This is your host, Kathleen Zemanski, and I'm back with my guest, Dr. Manette Royden. And we were talking about the business concepts, and maybe if you can just recap it a little bit, I think we have a clear line right now. Awesome. I hope so. And so we were talking about marketing before the break and some of my favorite strategies and really making sure that your marketing covers both online marketing, face-to-face marketing, and having some great strategic partners. I don't know about you, Kathleen, but one of my favorite ways to really work with people is to get referrals. We all love referrals. And so building partnerships with other business owners who save the same people you do. You and I are a great example. We both help entrepreneurs, but we do it in completely different ways. 
So there's clients of mine who would really benefit from working with you and vice versa. So looking for opportunities to connect with people who serve the same population but solve different problems. You know, I talked a lot about ideal clients and the problems you solve. And when you can figure out who your clients are and what the problems are you solve, it makes so much of your business so, so, so much simpler. So many S's there. Sorry about that. <laughs> and we stop worrying so much about where to find clients because we know where to go and look for them. We know where to find them online. We know where to find them in person. And we know what kind of strategic partnerships to build. So it's kind of that secret sauce of marketing. And if we have time, I'd love to share a couple more of the circles on the mandala. Uh, yes, we do. But I, before we go there, one of the things that I'd love to tell people just for, for timing, I, I want to make sure that they know about your special gift and get that website in. And then if we have time, we can do a couple more circles. Is that a good fair trade? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely a, a fair trade. And I want to make sure that I'm being sensitive to the time as well. So I totally appreciate that. So tell us about your special gift that you are offering the listeners today. So I have a two-hour video that I created earlier this year. It invites you to get some big sheets of paper or a poster board and either crayons or markers. And for those of you who like things to be really round and perfectly circular, you could use cups and plates and saucers to draw your circles but I literally walk you through every step of how to create your one-page business plan, and then what do you do with it once you have it? And you can find that on my website, MinetteRyerden.com forward slash visual hyphen business hyphen plan. So again, that's MinetteRyerden.com forward slash visual hyphen business plan. All right. Awesome. So, um, again, I'm just going to recap that because we did lose just one piece of it, that it is her free gift, which sounds pretty amazing. If you were able to download at the beginning of the program, we talked about she had a PDF that she made available just right before the program today that is the visual of the business mandala and it has all of the circles already drawn out for you and she was just walking through the program with us today and she went just through a couple of the circles that are involved in the visual business plan but she has the free gift of a two-hour video where she's going to walk you through each and every one of those circles so you can have an amazing year and you're going to be able to find that at Minette Royden M-I-N-E dot com. Is that a forward slash or just? Yes. Okay, forward slash visual hyphen visual hyphen plan. Did I get that right? Visual hyphen business hyphen plan. Okay. I won't repeat it because I don't want to mess it up. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So I think we do have a little bit of time for maybe one more circle and I'll let you know if we have... Um, more time after that. So start with one more. Awesome. So I'd love to just talk about building a support team for a minute. As you and I know, trying to build a business alone can be frustrating. You can feel isolated and overwhelmed. So I invite you to think about on your support team. It might be paid staff. It might be a virtual assistant, but it could be family and friends as well. But when those days are hard and you lose sight of your big why, 
who's showing up to be your cheerleader and really encourage you to keep going and just let you know that you do have unique brilliance, unique gifts, and that your clients are waiting for you. I see so often, and maybe you do as well, Kathleen, that my clients, they get lonely home alone building their business. They don't have staff. They're solopreneurs, a lot of them. So looking for community and support is really crucial to making sure that you can stay in the game for the long haul so that you can get to those awesome, bold money goals. Right. Well, that's all we're going to have time for you today, Dr. Minette. I thank you so much for coming and the beginnings of this beautiful plan that I worked along the way myself. And it's such a brilliant idea and I'm going to be using it. So thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And I apologize for the sound challenges. That's okay. We're going we're gonna to see if we can clean that up for you. So anyway, my weekly feng shui tip this week is use the good and avoid the bad. So you do this by utilizing the annual energies of the year that the, the annuals have to offer. So feng shui directions that I'm going to be giving you, they're going to change every year around February the 4th. So we're in 2016, year of the fire monkey. There's four areas on your floor plan of your home or office that you're going to want to tap into to harness the positive energies, and I'm going to give you uh, those areas. And then there's one that I'm going to want you to avoid as well. So let's start with the good ones. They're east, southeast, northwest, and west. Let me repeat that. The positive areas in anyone's floor plan in 2016 are east, southeast, northwest, and west. The, the most challenging one in 2016 is in the Northeast. And you want to avoid that because that's where we're going to see some obstacles and we want to avoid that, right? So the positive energies will quickly help you improve your life. So let me give you a little rundown very quickly of each one. The East sector is good for health, well-being, and success. And so it's also beneficial. If you do happen to run into some obstacles, use the East sector. Southeast is good for happiness and can bring wealth. It can actually help you uh, bring more or increase increase your cash, cash flow. using the sector. And the Northwest is good for passive income, excellent area for study. If you have a student at home, if you're doing research or doing some writing yourself, excellent area for that. And finally, the West attracts helpful people like a good coach or a mentor like Dr. Manette that can help you with your business mandala that will help you spotlight your abilities and uh, your talents. So you take out your smartphone and Pull up that compass, find the east, southeast, northwest, and west, and use those areas. So basically, put your desk in those areas or a bed or where you watch TV or chill with your tablets to, you know, surf the net, or surf the net, if, net, if you will. But it, it basically, you're going to tap into the annual vibrant flow. So don't worry about if some of these sectors are missing. That's not what you want to do is what you have available to you, use it. The annual energies um, are, are there for, for helping you. And then the ones, as I said before, the Northeast is what you want to avoid. You want to just keep that quiet, especially do not renovate in that area. So classical feng shui has many, many layers. Um, and this is, this is a real easy one that you can use. 
tap into the good and vibrant energies of the annuals to improve your life and avoid the negative energies to dodge the bad. So that's feng shui in a nutshell. Use the good areas and avoid the challenging ones. Join me next week when I interview Linda Patton, author of The Art of Hurting Cats, Leading Teams of Leaders. And when and we're going to be talking about the right time to lead. And until next week, may good chi follow. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Illuminating Feng Shui. Illuminating Feng Shui is brought to you by estate and business organizers. We work with clients who seek order in a cluttered world. Please join Kathleen Zamansky again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel as we look at other aspects to power up your workspace.